Okay. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Bong House. To another dun, dun. episode of the roster. We're doing drugs once again. Well, when you say drugs, it makes it sound like we're doing more than one right. drug, but we're not. I mean, I just <laughs> popped an Addy as an Ativan just a little bit ago, so. I am on multiple drugs. I also take, like, (laughs) nine different medicines. It's true. I do take a cocktail of medications in the morning. (laughs) I just don't associate those with drugs, but... But, yeah, we're on drugs. We're on drugs, then. We're drugged up. Hugs, not drugs. Whenever I'm, like, looking at old cases of, like, serial killers and stuff... Why are you looking at these all the time? You're like, whenever. Like, it's a frequent thing. I mean, I know we watch a lot of Criminal Minds. So I, I do, and I get lost on Wikipedia. Like, I don't have a challenging job, so I have a lot of time to just do things. So, like, I'll get into certain phases, you know? So I had a serial killer phase. I was watching Murder Mystery Makeup Mondays from Bailey Syrian, you know, I was doing that shit. But back to the point. Serial killers in Wikipedia. Whenever you're doing that, We're high, we're doing drugs, that's what we were talking about. Drugs, yes, (laughs) that's it. Or like any kind of case, and they're talking about someone as a a witness or their character, and they like bring up, they're on a cocktail of medications. And anytime they say that and they like list them out and it's like antidepressants and anxiety, and I'm always like, that's how people would frame me. They would frame me like I was fucking out of my mind. Crazy. Are the awkward guys welcome back to the roster my name is Marie, and my name is echo emphasis especially today on the hoe so speaking of hoes how's my favorite hoe echo how you back my nipples are hard first of all i can actually visibly see yeah. that i can <laughs> can confirm those things are front and center i get horny when i get on the mic because it's like i'm so vain i love hearing my voice in my ears some say that it's because you like hearing my voice so much and you're <laughs> madly in love with me and you're just in denial of it our shippers they i Anyways. Is that hip? No. No. <laughs> no. Echo, how you been? <laughs> I'm doing much better now, but last week and a huge part of the reason why we didn't have an episode, and our apologies for that, but I mean, come on, guys. What do you expect? Anyway, I had food poisoning. I drank milk that was four days past expiration. It tasted and smelled fine. Don't act like you haven't done it before because we all have. And actually, it's really fine to do it for like up to a week. I did a little research, but I am immunocompromised. And so I was sick for almost a week. It was like five days that I was having, you know, some problems. I want to go on record. I woke up throwing up. I want to go on record when you said we've all done it, that I've never drank old milk. (laughs) 
I've never once been even <laughs> tempted. It's like if the milk's even older than like a week, I'm like, nah, I'm good. A week old, I said, is the limit. Four days is no, fine. past the expiration date. Four days. I wouldn't drink it more than a week old. Like a week in the fridge, period. Regardless like, of the expiration? Yeah, no, I don't like old shit. I won't eat produce that's been for that's a while. So I'm very crazy. particular. I just think about bacteria growing. I'm the type of person, like, the bread's moldy, so I take the moldy part off and still use the bread. Because that's... I know someone like that's that. That's okay. It was my grandmother. Yeah, but if you know about how the food works and how bacteria works, that's okay. You know what's really funny, Akko? In a lot of ways, you are like a grandmother. In so many ways. I honestly have been telling people since I was in middle school that I'm an 80-year-old. But among those ways, you're pulling mold off of things and <laughs> eating old milk. I don't drinking pull it off. It's like I excise it. I get, I cut it off. Oh, God. <laughs> My body. I'm so picky. Like, I'm honestly so, so picky. So I, I like, won't. Like, I'm weird about groceries. I have to buy them, like, two days at a time because I can't have them sitting in my fridge for a long time because they start to gross me out. Well, anyway, I want to let everyone know I'm feeling better now. And, yes, I've gotten plenty of dick since then to while make you up. were shitting yourself i was impressed. i did not have sex no. while i was shitting myself <laughs> i didn't see anyone the whole week i was sick the whole five days i really didn't but the day i felt better i got dick in me immediately i was primed wet ready and you probably and felt open. thin and hot too i got yeah, shitting barely ate anything and at a certain point I, my doctor made me only eat bananas toast applesauce and rice so um but i got dick i got dick down it's been a lot of fun lots of cervix pounding Mm -hmm. well i didn't really have a great time either i wasn't shitting but my feelings basically were because my (laughs) boyfriend dumped me my feelings were shitting yeah i had emotional diarrhea my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my boyfriend was four days past expiration date and dumped me and <laughs> I went crazy. I actually even ended up somehow harassing a guy that I talked to months ago, like six months more more ago, and pissing off his girlfriend to the point where she literally put my phone number on Craigslist and to solicit to- sex services. <laughs> and she threatened to slit your fucking throat. Yeah, I can't forget that part. Yeah, so... I mean, guys, don't worry. I got my... I really was the instigator, if I'm being honest. I put her number on (laughs) Tinder before she put my number on Craigslist. If I'm telling the story accurately, I was the bitch from start to finish. Here, history tells us one thing, and it's that the victors get to tell the story however the fuck they want, okay? So she started it by threatening your life, and that's all I'm going to say. TBH, I'm just going to say, if I said it on the podcast, it's 100% true. It's real. It's been written into history, just like my pussy being historically the wettest. Whoa, if you think about it, podcasts are kind of like hieroglyphics of the future. Well, let me hit my week because I didn't feel that one. But yeah, anyway. I how high I am and I can hear it. I got a little triggered by being ignored. I don't like being ignored. So I just made havoc elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I really, like, afterwards was like, oh, well, happy Easter. Huh. It was hard to watch you go through. 
and I hated every second of it. Except for the part where the fight in the drama happened, because that was fun. Honestly, it's like I thrive in those moments. You see it, right? It's like I feel like that's when I shine. We really should be on a reality TV show. Because enough stuff is... I, like, always seek it out. Yeah, I'm not afraid to fight. Like I said, I did text someone who I haven't spoken to in months <laughs> just to start who had a girlfriend like I literally went out of my way to start shit I actually, but I was just like really not having a good time and so it's like unf- it's not okay I'm not justifying my behavior I'm I am horrible. justifying her behavior do, that woman <clears throat> do as I say not as I do that's bad no 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 don't put other girls numbers on tinder and only give them to <laughs> ugly dudes and tell them that you want them to send my advice though is get revenge but what is the other thing that she said to you which has brought us to the topic of this episode well after a certain point of me being excessively crazy she did go into a really long rant about all of the work I do and how big of a slut I am and it's like I think that it was intended to hurt me. Right. Was but the purpose. But it doesn't hurt me because, like, that's my shtick. It's like I'm openly a slut. That literally is what I do, and I make a lot of money yeah, from it. Yeah, it's like if you were to tell me I'm a bitch. Like, yes. Thank that, you. The sky is blue. <laughs> Great job. Do you want a fucking cookie? Can I read this tweet from my childhood? What the fuck? Were you... How young? You tweeting in your childhood? (laughs) No, it's a tweet that I pulled from one of my journals in childhood. Oh, thank God. Yes, and it is... To this day, it just feels like the best self-perception I've ever had. At 15 years old, I understand that I'm a bitch. I'm selfish and kind of a slut, but I always thought that being happy with who you are is what matters. (laughs) Yeah. And is that not the fucking truth? I mean, I've just gotten to a point where I've learned to accept who I am and my role in this earth, and I wasn't put here to be a nice girl. I wasn't... Some people have to play the villain. I was put here to have my holes filled. (laughs) Quite honestly, I think I was put here to be, like, an instigator of good and bad. Because sometimes I'll inspire really good things. Like, Echo sometimes will want to clean because of me. Or, like... Sometimes men orgasm and send her videos of it. Yeah, there's a lot of good things. Like, I've been selling a lot of nudes and making a lot of money, and it rubs off on people. But, like, I also sometimes instigate chaos. (laughs) I like to think that my purpose is informing the public and making them horny while I do it. It's really a skill to be educational and slutty at the same time. That's a power move. Yeah, but just, like, we're in, like, a new, like, a new decade where, like, things are different. And, like, being a slut... I mean, I don't really think it's ever been that bad of a thing to be a slut. I I've think it, only other girls hate sluts. I've or been like called a slut by so many women. 
way more than men, but men will say crueler, more targeted things when they want to slut shame you. But I want to say it's also it like times have changed in terms of like what quote unquote like makes you a slut. Like I remember elementary school, you were slutty if you held hands. And then in middle school, you were slutty if you, like, kissed a boy. And then some people had sex, and it was, like, scandalous. And so it always changes. And also sometimes you can be at a party, and a guy can come up to you and ask you for a hug, and you can say no. And sometimes that makes you a slut, too. Stop being a (laughs) slut, Echo. Sorry, that's just a personal experience, I think. I don't know if that's a universal. Yeah, but the reality of it is... Sluts are cool. We took back the word a long time ago on the catwalk, baby. We love sluts. Nipples are free. Sluts are cool. Get over it. Girls make money on OnlyFans. Um, But one of the things that always cracks me up is there's always an assumption about my body count. Yes. Oh, it's, mine too. It's got to be ridiculous if we're talking about sex this much, right? It couldn't possibly be because I fucked one person a million times. It has to be because I fucked a million people one time. I remember one time someone was, like, asking me about my body count, and I don't really tell people, mostly because I can never remember. I just don't keep track that, like, much. Like, yes, I have it in a book, but that's because I don't care enough to remember it. That's why I started the book. But I've had guys who ask about it and they like assume that it's in the hundreds or they're like trying to guess and they're like, well, I know that it's at least a hundred or is it over or under a hundred? It's like they really just jump that high. And I've fucked a lot of people. I've kissed a lot more people, though. And I feel like to me, my number's high, but it's all relative because we've had a friend who his was in the hundreds and he doesn't have a sex podcast. Mine is not above 100, but I'm a proud slut. So, you know, the differences are very interesting. One of the things that we like to live by, and I think this just counts because I really don't think it's anyone's business. Like, when people, people don't ask you, how many of your family members have died? What's your medical history like? Like, none of that other information <laughs> is any of your fucking business. So why isn't how many people I've fucked in my past your business that you feel comfortable enough to just walk up and ask me that? Like, how much money do you make? And, like, what difference does it make? Because if you think about... How many guys you've fucked who have made absolutely no effort and it's like they get to say that that's like a time that they had sex and then like say that they're so good at fucking because of it. But it's like if you're doing a shitty job every single time, then what does it mean? The number means nothing. Yeah, in all honesty, it really just matters if you want it to matter. I actually think it's really weird And maybe it's just because of who I am specifically, but when people ask, I tell them that it's just the many people that I've fucked since the last time I got tested. Those are how many bodies you have to worry about. (laughs) Those are the bodies that are your business, in my opinion. Every body between my last testing and now, you can go ahead and ask how many dicks have been in you since you've been tested. That's a fair question. That's about your health. That's about your safety. But don't fucking ask me how many people I've fucked. 
And unless you're prepared for me to ask you whatever the fuck I want, like your social security number or the numbers to your bank account, fuckhead. And asking is just so unattractive. Like, if you ask, you're already not the type of person I want to have sex with. Like, if you care about it and you've placed value on it, then... We're not the right match. It's not working. Yeah. But I want to say that, like... That's just an old mentality that, like, there's something wrong with you because you've had a lot of sex. But I want to say, I, your big slut over here, your big, huge, hard-working slut on her knees <laughs> over here, I have, I've never had an STD any of the times that I've ever been tested. So you can have sex a billion times and still have a pristine, very fucking wet pussy. <laughs> Yeah, it still works fine. And actually, the th- I thing I find more common, though, is that most people love sluts now. Yeah. S- if you're slutty, good. For the most part. And I just, I've been on Hinge recently, and my Hinge profile is, like, it, it's very forward. I usually have something sexual on there. I always include the podcast that I have a sex podcast. And so people usually... I love it. Guys are so into it. But then sometimes you get people who are just fucking rude. It's like they know they have no chance with you. And the only way that you'll respond to a message of theirs is if it's cruel enough that it sparks an emotion. So a lot of people will try or not a lot. It's way more people like it. But uh, we'll try to say rude shit when they see my pictures. And one guy commented and was like, looking at your profile, I feel like I need to go get a penicillin shot. And it's just so rude. And you're right. It's old thinking. It's a stupid stigma. Like I get tested more than you do. And I can almost guarantee that. So shut your fucking mouth. In all honesty, too, it's like people take risks in their life, whether it's when you're driving or whether it's you're drinking alcohol, no matter what it is. We all evaluate the risks of certain things and decide to say fuck it. So I've evaluated (laughs) my risk of being a slut and I'm okay with it. All right. (laughs) So the rest of you, if you're going to call me a slut, assume that I'm taking that as the deepest fucking compliment because yes... I love to deep throat a dick. I like to get my back blown the fuck out by a dick. And I have absolutely no shame about it. And that's why we started this podcast. Honestly, having these conversations in private, people enjoyed it so much. They were so engaged and they learned so much from us in those moments. And that was really where this the, the conversations emerged. And I feel like we just are helping to reduce the stigma around that. And so with that being said, everybody go get tested. Everybody, every three months, go get tested if you're sexually active. More frequently if you're really big slut. But the real important thing is whatever you're doing, just to love yourself. And I love my big slutty Mm -hmm. self. Be happy with your decisions. If you don't want to be a slut, that's fine too. Honestly, when Echo and I first started the podcast, it was something that I actually still had a little lingering shame about. Like, now that's completely gone, and it's a really freeing feeling. So whether your shame is based around your sexuality or whatever it is, letting go of that is such a freeing feeling. 
Yeah, and the podcast has helped us because not only do we have these conversations out loud and get feedback from everybody listening, but people are also really fucking rude to us, and so they say pretty much anything you can think of. So we're also very hardened against people who say cruel things just to be cruel, and they don't really have any meaning behind them because it is the meaning that you ascribe to it. One of the things I want to say also is that anything people know about you and I being a slut is because we have chosen to be so honest about it. Right. Like, no, fuck you think I'm a slut. I told you I was. If I didn't say any of that, you wouldn't know. I would have just been a regular girl to you. So it's, it's honestly, at this point, it is something like a badge of honor. So I wear my scarlet letter echo. With pride. I do as well. And I think, again, everyone should just feel feel good and empowered by their sexual decisions. Whether you're having sex with no one or you're having sex with a football team full of people, which is my dream. Whether you're posting someone's number on Craigslist or giving it out on Tinder or maybe (laughs) giving the same number back out to the people that texted you from the post on Craigslist. Whatever you want to do. But what I want to know, Echo, is what you would rather do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another riveting round of Would You Rather? Would you, would you rather? All right, let me start. Would you rather, Anne Marie, do a gangbang with strangers or double anal? Gangbang with strangers. Really? I just like, I don't want to ever blow my bubble out, dude. Like, I just genuinely don't know if it can stretch that far, and I don't want to try because I don't want to find out if it can. Like, speaking from a scientific perspective, it can definitely stretch, but I understand the fear. But for sure, I could definitely make five dudes come. I've done that in my my past. I did not expect that. I could make five strangers come. I, I do that... On the regular. Just, it's all at once. That sounds like efficiency. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. Like, could I have one of them in my ass? Absolutely. I would love for that to be happening. Can I have all of them in my ass, them just taking turns? Yeah. But I want At the that. same time, I've just for never... Sure. Like, would I do that just to see if I could? Yes. But would I want to find that hot or, like, be able to get off to that? No. But the gangbang, I actually could get into. Mm, okay. You know, Hopefully they're hot strangers. That's not an exhibition thing. Like, I'd be like, eh. All right, I mean, turn me out. If they're hot <laughs> strangers, too. Like, imagine they're all, like, Zac Efron-level hot strangers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. I'll live. I will live for the first time ever after that. All right, Echo. <clears throat> Would you rather be in one of those porn situations where you lay in a room and your pussy is glory holed by 30 dudes with no rubbers on or have to eat your own cum enema after drinking <sighs> expired milk? 
First of all, the second one is disgusting. The first one is literally a fantasy of mine. Yeah, I just wanted I to read check and make sure that like being slutty didn't offend you. Oh, yeah, no, it turns me on. Yeah, so that's the thing you would choose is instead of... Yeah. Yeah, I would rather not know 30 dudes who would stick their raw dick in my pussy. They could come in me, Without too. me being on able me, to see them. Spit on me, choke me. If I had to choose between that and the cum enema, for sure. Yeah. Some. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm choosing that above a lot of things. To be honest, Echo, <laughs> like you said, you would choose that. For just pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Late reading. All right. And so, because we are the experts on all things slutty, we want to give you guys some tips and also call back to some charter principles to talk about how to be a good slut. Honestly, if you haven't figured it out already, just have a lot of sex. <laughs> And specifically, have a team of dudes, because otherwise your emotions are going to get concentrated. If you want to be a good slut, you don't want to catch feelings for one person and then only have sex with them. Hold on. But are you saying if I'm married and I'm giving the sloppiest toppy on my knees in a little maid outfit that I can't be slutty? No, that's a really good point. That's one dude. Well, could one dude could be a team. So here's the thing. I just gave advice then for the people who are like me, who are out in the world, you know, getting it from all sides. to fuck everybody. What is the tip then for that? Don't ever stop trying to make your partner feel good. If you start to think about, like, sex as, um, like, a chore or, like, something that you're doing as a some kind of great kindness out of your heart instead of like genuinely getting pleasure out of making that person feel good you really will like ruin your sex life and don't be afraid to try new things I think that that's something that I've never done in any relationship is like be able to try new things but single I've tried so many new things and I know that that's important when you're in a relationship you just have to like push yourself there And when we're on the podcast, we get to talk so openly about sex, and it genuinely has improved our sex life exponentially. And other people will talk to us and tell us tips and things. It's amazing. So if being a slut to this degree where you start a podcast and you don't keep track of your body count (laughs) isn't for you, maybe you could be a slut in the sense that, you know, you're going to work really hard for that person you care about. And you're going to make them feel really fucking good. But there are people who aren't sluts, and that's okay. It's okay Mm -hmm. if you just, like, you know, plain missionary sex. I love missionary sex. To be clear, that's one of my favorite positions. And I know that people might say it's underrated, but I love making out when the dick's in me. And it's, like, the best position Mm. for that. It's, like, a really close, intimate. Yeah, I come a lot in missionary, (sighs) honestly. If the dick is long, I'm coming in missionary. So, anyway, but there are people who are not sluts who don't have a lot of sex there are people who just are um asexual you know they aren't really interested in sex in any way there's no shame in that and that's fine like we're not saying you have to be a slut to be cool but there is such a stigma that there's something wrong with it and so that's what we're trying to say there's nothing wrong with it we're slutty and we're proud 
Now, I want to say I personally have been this slut to a solo person before. Mm-hmm. And really, one of the biggest things is to take the dick so fucking deep <laughs> down your throat so all the time. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just recommendation all around. But also, if you can't get comfortable enough to where you want to be a slut to this degree, at least get comfortable enough where you can talk with whoever you're having sex with about it because it does improve it to have conversations. So if we're not making you want to fuck a million people, that's not really our mission. What we want is for you not to feel bad about whatever you want to do in the bedroom and to at least be comfortable enough to have a conversation with someone like your best friend or the person that you're sleeping with. Because if someone's going to like be all up in your, your pussy, it's like, realistically it shouldn't be that big of a deal to have a conversation with them about what you enjoy but the world we live in has made it almost shameful for a lot of people and I hate that and it's important I think to note because we talk a lot about like shove the dick down your throat like fuck them fuck them fuck them but it is important that in your pursuit of sluttiness that you do also respect yourself and make sure that that person is respecting you. So being able to have the conversation, that's part of it. You need to make sure that you're being respected in all the ways that matter to you. Because if you just are like throwing pussy for, you know, emotional reasons or because you feel obligated to or whatever, that's a negative slutty. We want you to be slutty for yourself. Yeah, and really being slutty, it's like I want you to redefine the word slutty. And instead of trying to like conform your idea to fit the classic mold of a slut where it's like, ew, we're we're restructuring that word. It's not you anymore. Being a slut just means that you're comfortable with sex. You're empowered in your sexuality. There's nothing wrong with that. And honestly, I've heard people get called a slut for what they wear, and Jesus, Lord Almighty. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like, hold your hold your opinion, sir. Your clothing? It's really weird. It's because, like, people are born naked, right? So it's like... The closer to naked, the more natural. So shut the fuck up. (laughs) This is how God, your God, made me. Also, the sexualization, particularly of women, like the free the nipple thing, like I think women should be able to walk around topless and not be sexualized and like approached and groped by men because of it. There really isn't anything inherently wrong with breasts and nipples. It's the way that we as a society have treated them. Yeah, it's just also, I think the reason why people don't want the nipple exposed is actually, there's conspiracy. I have conspiracy. (laughs) It's not because we don't like them. It's not because we want them hidden even. It's because once they're out, the male brain is literally mush. They can't think straight. And it's like, Having them out all the time, you would think maybe they'd get used to it. But do titties ever get boring to look no, at? No, I was just they about don't. to say, even for me, like, now that I'm thinking about yeah. it, when I see a breast without a nipple, I want to see it. It, doesn't, it looks great. It doesn't make my <laughs> nipples hard. It doesn't make my pussy tingle. But when I see a nipple, those things happen. I have a physiological response. It's like, if I see a boob, it's like, my brain is going to look. 
I'm sorry. I maybe that's just like the the female lover in me a little bit, but I just like and it's fine to look and have thoughts and feelings, but you have to be able to control yourself. I also would hate to have my tits out all the time because they're always like sweaty. Well, it's choice. And, like, that's the you thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I want mine out all the time. I feel we should have personal freedom to make you that need choice. them out all the time. It's like people take advantage of you a lot. So like if you could, <laughs> you know. Have something that would just like give you some kind of control, yeah, and protection again. No, honestly, don't. I shouldn't have my, no. my nipples out. I, I just, would be fucked at every turn. Like a man could latch himself to my nipple, and I would fuck him in the street. <laughs> I would. Oh no, <laughs> my fantasy. <laughs> okay, so do we want to move on to the? principles of the charter and we've kind of talked about all of these things throughout the episode but just as a quick reminder and this is the easiest way to remember how to be the best slut that you can be is to be honest be shameless and be safe and that doesn't just make you a good slut it makes you a good person those are life rules that's not just sex rules bitches like i want you to know that having zero shame has led to infinite amount more orgasms and And joy personal joy and fulfillment yeah it's like do you know how coming feels shame is the expectation of other people weighing on you and you don't need that shake that off baby and get off it's all about how you see shake it off and then beat it off all right let's do our final segment You're settling in just fine over there, because it's time for Over Under. Honestly, I want to say overrated in my personal experience, but it's just because I prefer suction to, like, the speed of that. Like, there's just not as many speeds, and it's, like, there's one that's, like, really intense, and there's one that's, like, a little less intense, but it's, like, for me, eventually my pussy just gets desensitized to what it's doing, and I'm, like, okay, I'm not gonna come now, cool. But my clit can be sucked all day long. Yeah, you can suck me into an an orgasm in, like, 30 seconds (laughs) flat with a womanizer. It's amazing. It really is. That's why I didn't put that one, because it's just, like, universally adored. Yeah. Like, it is perfectly rated. (laughs) Anyway, what's mine? (laughs) All right. I want to know, Echo, how you feel about the double tap with our puns. Wait, should we explain what the double tap is? I already started. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, the double tap is just a setting on a vape pen that heats it up and for, like, a period of time. And we don't even really know how long <laughs> or how many seconds. <laughs> but this is usually how it ends. And we do it in celebration, <laughs> in times of sorrow, grief, anger. 
And now, um, the thing is, sometimes you accidentally bump that, and you still have to do it. You can't be a little bitch. But now, Amory and I are also doing it in solidarity, And too. we also... So you can't certain, leave anyone hanging. We also have certain spots around town that trigger an automatic double tap. I was really looking forward to spring a double tap because I feel so high right now. It's like taking a big smack of weed, like, really quick. It's like a dab in my eyes right now. Man, I'm surprised I can even see. (laughs) I know you're hearing this. I know you're hearing this. And you're mortified. Echoes, <laughs> echoes always are pretty close to death. Her coughs whenever she does the double tap. In general, I'm just... I actually used to genuinely be like, Echo, please don't do that. But then I was like, <laughs> I kind of want to know what that's like. <laughs> and then I did Well, I, at first I didn't do it on purpose. I really never did it on purpose. But then one of my pens kind of got broken and it started happening on accident. And so then I was doing it all the fucking time. Yeah, because it's like, it still heats up and burns your weed. So it's like, you you can't waste it. Waste your weed or you take the double tap. Yeah, and eventually I learned you can can press it and cancel it. But that was after I had already started the tradition. So I just had to keep it going. But uh, how do I feel about it? I feel like it's underrated. People don't double tap enough. And honestly, I think our idea landmarking certain places, doing it in celebration. I think these should be new traditions as we move into a more modern era. Raise awareness about the double tap. Smoke weed. Every day. (laughs) Okay, your next one is lube. Okay, I actually, oddly enough, just had a lube conversation with someone because I love lube. Mm -hmm. Same, same. Now, you guys know, I also say I have historically the wettest pussy. I don't think the two are connected at all. I actually am so tired of hearing people like, I don't need it. I'm good to go. It's like, no, bro, you need it. You need it because everybody needs it because it makes it feel better no matter what. But also, it is, I don't really like the stickiness. I don't like the cleanup. So it's like, I can understand not wanting to use it all the time. And I can understand not wanting to use it during like just regular sex, especially like on the day to day. It's but, important to get the right lube because we've had terrible lubes, but we have like a really good lube, a favorite lube even. I don't know if everybody has a favorite lube. Yeah, honestly, guys. We've talked about it before, I think, on the podcast even. If you've never used hashtag lube life. It is water-based and I just never had that feeling using it that sticky after you know like you need to go wash your hands right away and to be fair usually I'm not the person putting the lube on and also not the big cleanest person yeah well, so, so like, like I care you, less you would care a lot less <laughs> than most but I really like that's the lube that I use I want to say that I had a flash just now of one of the most like <laughs> trademark echo moments in my head where you had something on your hands that was dirty I don't remember what it was but you took the carpet cleaner spray and sprayed your hands and rubbed them together <laughs> and cleaned your hands that way and I was genuinely so astounded 
sounded. You're like, I do this all the time. I was because like, no. my hands were sticky and I didn't, it wasn't a problem that they were dirty. It was the stickiness <laughs> I couldn't handle. Um, oh. And it worked. So but then later I touched my eyes because I'm a nitty. I really have terrible hygiene. <laughs> and it burns if you were wondering. Yeah, so it's not recommended as a replacement for washing your hands (laughs) but if you get the right lube if you get hashtag lube life if you go out and you go out of your way to get the perfect lube it really will just enhance some of those nights yeah where you really want to get freaky maybe you bust out the lube and you get slip sliding all over the place maybe i want lube every single time if i'm having like anal definitely i want I want you to bring a bucket of lube. I want you to get, like, a, a water bottle size container of lube, and I want the entire thing in my ass. Bottle first. <laughs> <laughs> Start with the bottle, then we can pull the lube out. Yeah. Stick the whole thing in, and then squeeze it. <laughs> okay. What's the next one for me? Okay, Echo, I want to know how you feel about the McDonald's. Double cheeseburger. I it is underrated for sure. <laughs> Hands down, I love this burger. I will stand up and shout for this burger. I get it all the time. I've gotten it all the time since I was in high school. And let me remind everyone, and for those of you who don't know, when I was young, I was poor, and McDonald's was a delicacy. And so to this day, I eat a McDonald's double cheeseburger, and the serotonin is pumping through my veins. So I think more people should be eating McDonald's double cheeseburgers. McDonald's, otherwise, not so great. Actually, they're uh, quarter pounders are super good they have a different kind of meat they use for it and uh, so on par oh i do like big macs too. <laughs> here's the thing it sounds like you like a lot of their menu <laughs> but <laughs> i'm a vegetarian so pretty much the only thing i like from there is the uh, ice cream or like milkshakes it's so funny at for some reason, I thought you were going to say chicken nuggets, because in my head, I was like, that's the not meat category. Yeah, no, that still falls in the meat. I mean, are they actually made of meat? They are, I'm kidding. Yeah, there's love McDonald's. maybe questionable. But honestly, sorry not to talk shit, McD. We were <laughs> Anyways, Echo, I feel like... My closing thoughts on today's episode are, I'm slutty and absolutely proud of it. I'm crazy as all get out and very aware of it. You know, it's like, I I openly share those things with people so that they know that I'm aware of it. So that you don't even have to waste your time telling me because, yeah, yeah no, I am. I, I just don't it. care. I'm happy. Like, this is right. the way that I want to be. I actively choose the person that I am and the, who I present to the public. Right, yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I made the choice intentionally because I'm happy and I'm proud. I want to tell you, like, being slutty for me right now, a lot of it's content related. And I'm making mad money Sluttiness being slut. pays. So it's like, go ahead, talk, talk, about, your shit. talk your shit about how big of a slut I am. Yeah, daddy, I am a slut. I'm a big fucking slut. Just make sure you at me online so we can make, like, a thing of it. Honestly, if you want to call me a slut, 
I want you to call me and moan it in my ear. At least make <laughs> some part of that interesting for me. And on that note, roster hotline, if you don't remember the number, is 814-480-9797. You can go on there. You can send Echo and I voicemails. You can text us. You can insult us. Whatever you want to do, just hit us up. I might sometimes use it to text people if they block me. <laughs> and when you at time. us, you can at Roster Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, wherever the fuck you want. Come for us. Honestly, I just have like literally also along with no shame, echo, no fear. Yeah. Like people can come to It's scary. Step to me. <laughs> I have fear still some. Honestly, the biggest disconnect is once you have no will to live. Right. <laughs> yeah, then really you have nothing to fear. Because you're like, what am I going to do? <laughs> now I worry about the things that won't make me die. I'm like, oh, I have, what, I'll fall in love for be happy forever and ever? Ugh. Ah. A little frightening. Terrifying. All right, this got right. morbid real quick. Uh, went from slutty to morbid. All right. So, back to slutty. Um, (laughs) Oh, yes. Guys, it's been real. Hopefully you got to beat your dicks a little bit to this episode. Get fucked. Bye, bitches.